You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I want to talk about baseball and The podcast that I wanted to do today was all about how much fun it was to watch the end of the season and the playoffs and how much fun it was to enjoy what we saw in the World Series between the two best teams in baseball. If you've been listening to Loho Daily, I've I've been talking about it. I've been talking about how much fun it is to watch Mookie Betts and how he's one of my favorite players in the game and all of these things. And then you have this game that's filled with some controversy where we could talk about the the decision to pull Blake Snell. And I've got some thoughts. Let me before I I get to the the meat, let me get to that thing. The Rays are a franchise that has been built from Andrew Friedman, who is now in charge of the Dodgers. He can do what he likes to do, but he can do it with money now has been built on the concept of using the data to make the best decisions possible i saw evan marshall tweet this last night from the white Sox, and i think that it's spot on it's it's information it's it's not a road map and i think that kevin cash made the mistake of using it as a road map because of the data of what had happened before where you do have in numbers that indicate, even in this particular series, that Blake Snell gets worse the third time that a lineup sees him, and it was like right there, like you were getting ready to turn over the lineup, and he was going to face the the top of the Dodgers lineup last night with Mookie Betts. It also, so so that data, like it's not like we can say that that data is false. Like that data is true. That's what happened. He hasn't been a pitcher this season. That's gone really deep into games either. But I look at the position that the player is in, where if you're Blake Snell, you probably believe that this is the last time that you're going to pitch in 2020. That's something that you have to add to the equation. You have to add in, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to, blow it out man I'm gonna empty the tank with what it is that I have and here's why I think that that's relevant if you're talking about 
late season decisions. Like let's let's go back to the end of September. If you're talking about late season decisions in a game that matters and you have the same data in front of you, if a team like is already clinched a playoff spot and you're just talking about seeding, I understand pulling that guy and going with the matchup that's going to give you the best chance to win. But at the end of a season where there's nothing left, like I'm I'm I've already given you 73 pitches, I'm going to give you everything I have. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm not starting tomorrow. I'm not available if there is t- uh, tomorrow. I'm going to give you everything that I have right now to try and get through this lineup. And the crazy part is those three guys that he was getting ready to face had struck out twice against him in their previous at-bats. They were 0 for 6 with six strikeouts in their previous at-bats. There's the human element of it too. And that human element was the exhaling that happened by the Dodgers because they were able to go, oh man, the guy that's been getting us out, he's no longer in the game anymore. And you, we all said it. Everyone that was sitting there watching this game, as it happened, we all said, oh, that was a mistake. Here come the Dodgers. And they did. The Dodgers hit the ball. They generated runs. Mookie Betts hit a home run later on in the game. The Dodgers win, and they win the World Series. So Kevin Cash, who I think is one of the best managers in baseball, is going to have to dig a little bit deeper into how reliant he is on the numbers in the moment. What will he trust in the moment? I don't think that using the data is a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think more managers should do it. But I also think that there are times when you should allow the human element to play a role. And I, I'm, I know, I apologize to all my friends on the objective side of the game. I can't quantify it. I'm, I'm sorry. I cannot quantify it. And I am someone who likes to quantify things. All I can tell you is everyone who was watching that felt it was wrong. Even the people who have the data to support the decisions like, eh, you know, in the moment, maybe we shouldn't have done that. And I'm sure that Blake Snell is heartbroken because he felt like he had his team in a position to win the game and then they don't win. He was dominating that Dodgers lineup. I don't think that he was going to make it through the seventh necessarily. But when he looks at that line and goes, man, I I threw five and a third and I was dominating like that. I was striking guys out like that and I made it through five and a third. They weren't kidding me. There wasn't hard contact. And I got pulled after five and a third. I completely understand his frustration. I really do. Now, the thing that it bothers it bothers me. I'm not going to try to globalize it and say it bothers everyone, but it bothers me. When Justin Turner gets pulled from the game, you're like, oh, that's kind of an interesting move. Like, a, He's a good defender, so I, I can't believe that this is going to be some sort of defensive replacement type deal. And then Kevin Burkhart burst in on the Fox broadcast like while the Dodgers are celebrating with breaking news. When I'm sitting there, I'm thinking that the breaking news has nothing to do with baseball. 
I thought that there was something that was going on from a national news standpoint. And I was like, oh, no, like all of this stuff is going to be overshadowed and there's some sort of tragedy that's going on. And I need to flip over to CNN to see what's happening. Nope. Baseball gonna baseball. The breaking news is that Justin Turner had tested positive for COVID, and this is after an inconclusive test before game six. Let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning of the season when the Cubs were having workouts and they had to stop workouts because they weren't getting their tests back quickly enough. This was a concern. This was a concern from Major League Baseball. This was a concern from Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer when they were talking about it. And it's stuff that you can't you can't have happen. Baseball made a big show about their lab that they had bought out in Utah and that how it was going to allow them to get test results more quickly and and all of these things. And then we saw there being a lag in those tests. David Ross was furious about that at the beginning of the season because they had to stop these workouts. That they were made promises by Major League Baseball and MLB didn't keep those promises. So then MLB goes and gets another lab, I want to say in New Jersey, to try and help mitigate some of this stuff. And then remember how they, they after seeing the success of the NHL and the NBA, said, well, what we'll do with the playoffs is after the first round, we will bubble it. The NHL and the NBA, once they got their bubble established, had no positive tests of players. Think about how long those teams, those teams and those players were in those bubbles. I remember watching reporters and like Malika Andrews. I remember on the 4th of July weekend, her going into the bubble and then having left the bubble, you know, a day after the Lakers win the championship. Over 100 days, no positive test. The, the NHL players complained about how stringent things were in Canada, but they finished their season and Tampa Bay got a cup and they had no positive test. The whole point of not having the travel was to make it so that you could streamline all of this stuff and, and put MLB in the best position to finish the season. Now, they finished their season, but had the Rays won that game, would we be talking about a delay in Game 7 today? Because Justin Turner has COVID, and it's probable that his teammates do too. And it's possible that the, some of the Rays have COVID. Major League Baseball broke its own protocols in allowing him to play. And then the worst part of it was allowing him to come back out there to celebrate. And I understand. They've worked so hard. It's been 32 years since the Dodgers have won a title. Justin Turner has been an integral part of them being as good as they've been over the last decade. I understand that you want to celebrate, but the rules that you established and that the Players Association agreed to was if there is a positive test, then that player has to isolate. I'm even willing to bend a bit 
on this. As weird as this may sound, I'm willing to bend. And here's where I'm willing to bend. If Justin Turner wants to celebrate the World Series after his team has won it with him in isolation, fine. After everyone's done celebrating, after everyone else clears out, after everyone is gone, Justin Turner and if his family wants to join him, which I also think was odd that his wife is out there kissing on him when when he's got COVID, fine. Here's the World Series trophy. We're going to leave uh, a camera up so you can celebrate and we can get pictures of it. You can go out there by yourself and celebrate with the World Series trophy. Rob Manfred got booed last night, and he deserved every boo that he got. He has bungled most of this season from the negotiation with the players to the 60-game season that no one really wanted and it ended up succeeding from you know our hearts and minds. Like We loved watching baseball, even if it was 60 games, to making the decisions to try and copycat the NHL and the NBA and then failing miserably in his enforcement of it. And if you want to go all the way back to dealing with the Astros and the Red Sox and their scandals, you have an argument to be made there. On the night that it should have been an incredible celebration about what was accomplished by staff, players, medical people around Major League Baseball, we are left with the horrible taste of and the horrible optics of a guy with the disease standing and sitting in front of our cameras, taking his mask off, all because he wanted to be a part of the team picture in that moment. It was a display of incredible selfishness by him and by the Dodgers and by baseball. And it makes me really sad that I can't talk about how happy I am for Clayton Kershaw and Mookie Betts, who's one of my favorite players. How happy I am that Mark Pryor gets a ring as the pitching coach of the Dodgers. How well the Rays played and how the Rays should give hope to a lot of teams that don't have big budgets that they can be one game away from from a World Series championship. And it's all marred because of those images. My hope is that Justin Turner is fine and he works the virus works through him and he has no problems and no symptoms and that he doesn't give it to his family and that he didn't give it to his teammates. My fear is that there is going to be a colossal outbreak with this and people are going to needlessly suffer. I'm not here to tell you that anybody's going to die. I don't know. And it seems like the death rate itself is slow, but that's a lagging number. So I don't know. But it just it just popped the balloon of Major League Baseball season. And it's too bad because there was a lot of great things that happened. And last night put to the forefront all of the issues that baseball as a community has. And it sucks. Thanks for listening.